This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. When this show comes out, it'll be the fourth Thursday of November. You know what that means, right? Oh boy, do I. We're only one week away from our annual six-week. Is the show coming back or is it done for good hiatus? No, it's Thanksgiving. Well, I'm not feeling very thankful. Oh, come on, get in the holiday spirit. Oh, I'm in the holiday spirit. I have Hallmark Channel and pause in the other room, and I'm ready for the last 45 minutes of an Arkansas Logjammer's Christmas. So why aren't you feeling very thankful? Well, because since you started writing these openings, I've been made to look like a fool. A fool, I say! I understand. You have a point. There isn't even a movie called an Arkansas Logjammer's Christmas. I knew it was too good to be true. Project Humanoid, this is Murder My Dude. I'm BP Burke. And I'm a man charged with killing girlfriend weeks after being arrested for stabbing her. This is the all-time record for getting into This Week in Murder quickly. No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm that guy. Oh, okay, that's you. It was me. You're Warren Brown. 53. Of St. Petersburg, Florida. No, I'm Jackson Wells. Uh, Is this the Florida Man game? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh. Yeah, uh, we we do have. I think I think well, th- this is another week with two this week in murders because I have uh, we're bringing back a very old segment, which we did I think for the first and maybe last time on our first Thanksgiving episode back in 2018, and then our main story of the day is actually going to be about a crime that happened last Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean it's not funny. But... Well, we didn't. I don't think we recorded on Thanksgiving last year, but maybe it was not our Thanksgiving episode. Right. But uh yeah, so so this is our this is kind of a uh, our first repeat holiday episode. We're in we're in year 2 of Murder My Dude now. We are. And this is uh Thanksgiving part 2. It is. Is that what we're calling it? Maybe, I don't know. Hmm, Turkey okay. Day My Dude, I don't know. Nah. Last year, last year Just call it part 2. Thanksgiving If if, if we have like annual things like if we have like a Halloween, Christmas, well then again, our Halloween. No, wait, we didn't we didn't do, yeah, because the Halloween one was about Halloween. We didn't do Halloween this year. We did, like, uh, Salem. Right. So we just called that one Salem, my dude. Yeah. The only time we did a part two was, like, a bonus thing. When we recorded the one when we... we did wrestling. We did, re- oh, well, but th- we did wrestling, then we did Independence Day. Because it was about independent wrestling. That's right. Uh, the people, only were, people were probably confused about that one. Yeah. Especially because the week before we said we weren't going to be talking about wrestling at all anymore. Yeah. Um, Did we make wrestling references last week? I We're believe the so. last show. I believe we did. I've been kind of not paying attention to that yeah, lately. They, we, they, one usually finds its way in somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, the only time I remember we ever did like a part two is when we did the um, interview with Tony on interviews with everyday people. And then we did like a murder my dude episode that wasn't even like a numbered episode. It was just like a bonus episode. Mm. And that one was murdered musicians part two. Gotcha. Because we did the one uh, pretty early on. And it was when I think we started to get, I think it's when we started to really put it together what the show was going to be. And we did the one about like Jam Master Jay and um, who else was in that? Sam Cooke, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That one. And if, you're go- if you want to go back in the archives, that's a, that's a good episode. That's, that's the first episode where it's like, okay, this is really starting to feel like Murder My Dude. Now, this episode, this particular episode, mm-hmm. I kind of pitched to you. 
Uh, but you put everything together as usual, and uh, I there there have been a good amount of episodes that I I had a hand in with you know coming up with the uh, the topic or whatever. But this one, I just was like, hey, let's do a Thanksgiving one. But that that's all I did. So I didn't I didn't do any show prep. I didn't read anything. I didn't write anything. Uh, I'm just here. Uh, but that is going to change with our 50th, uh, uh, episode. You're going to do the prep for, uh, for JTR. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll do the prep for, for that, which won't be very good. So you should probably (laughs) do the prep for that. (laughs) It's all going to change, except it's not going to change at all. No, no, I'll, I'll assist you. I'll assist you on it. Uh, here's the thing. Like, so, so to kind of break down the fourth wall, uh, here at Project Humanoid Studios, mm-hmm. uh, I love the idea of people sitting in a room together and, you know, brainstorming and, and, and I know Nate, Nate does this, Nate loves that too. If we had a physical, um, building, like a physical location, oh God, I sound like Chris Benoit when I say that, uh, <laughs> our fi- we could put the dogs in the enclosed pool area. Yeah. Not my dog, because he's a little injured right now. But well, you, yeah, you tried to break his paw. I, I think I may have succeeded. Okay. That's awful. Hey, he's, he's cool right now. He's just laying. All right, so go ahead. Uh, what? No, I was just making an enclosed pool area joke. Yeah, and then the physical location. Yeah, my physical location is whatever, whatever. Right. That yeah. was the Christmas office. So, so if we have a physical location, if we had a physical location. Alien invasion. Oh, boy. Is that going to show up on there? Uh, maybe. Okay, well... Did the aliens just invade? If you, heard, if you heard the aliens invade, let us know. Uh, so, uh, so if we had a... I, I like to play this... I used to play this game with Nate on, uh, on, on Smoke Wagon. It's like if we, uh, if, if we had a, uh, like our own town, mm-hmm. you know, like our own, uh, West, like old West town, like what, what would it have? And... Basically, it's like who gives a shit because it's an old west town, you know. You're gonna have your general store, you're gonna have uh, probably some kind of clothing store to get, you know. You're gonna have a, a smith yeah. that's gonna, you know, make shit, uh, an under, an undertaker that's gonna undertake shit, and uh, aliens, aliens are gonna invade. Uh, let's let's just not bring attention to it because if they can't hear it, then you know they're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. If they can hear it, then it's like, what the fuck. So we you can hear it upon further review, and we believe we fixed it. But I, you you must have missed a memo where I said let's not call attention to it. Uh-huh. You called attention to I it. Did. All right, so <clears throat> we would play this game where we would like kind of uh, build our you know like what our our smoke we called it Smoke Town. That's that was our the name of our uh, our town in Smoke Wagon. Uh, smoke town. So this would be murder town? No, oh. probably not. Uh, no, because I'm talking about the physical project humanoid. Oh. Uh, and, and our our physical project humanoid building would have a like a, like a writer's room where you know you have a big desk, you have the the boards up on a on a wall, you you know, like with uh cards because there's something to it. There's something to physically writing things down as opposed to just typing it on a little thing and then because i i have this um i have this like program where you have like these little cards like these little uh yeah scrivener does that like i, that's, I keep wanting to say postcards what do they call that no cards no cards like, like index cards index there we go that's what i was looking for uh 
where you can move it around and it's just it's just not the same thing. There's something better about physically writing on index cards and moving them around and having them on the on like a cork board. Um and I love the idea of of uh I'm always a big fan of the dry erase board. I think the dryer I think you could have both. I think you could yeah. have a combination of both. I don't know. I, I like I like that combination. I think uh, a combination like that's good. But my my point is is that I love kicking ideas around. Uh, and and the reason why we're talking about this is because I'm talking about you as a as as a writer. Uh, you've uh, loved the isolation thing. Yeah, I like going off into my own world and like just coming up with something. And and, and that's, then like you can I I, I like cro- uh, cor- cor- collab. I almost said corroborating. I thought you were going to say corralling. I like collaborating later and kind of like pairing it out. See, I, think I like it, getting the full idea out there. I like the first I like, I, my own. I, I like the idea the other way. I like the idea of collaborating first, coming together with what possible ideas, and then going off and doing it. Like. You know, like, okay, basically what we do here. Like, I, I throw out an idea. This has been, by the way, a good amount of shit from uh, 99 on. So 20, right. 20, 20 years now. Yeah. Uh, because I remember giving, like, me and uh, my ex had this idea. Uh, she's dead now, so it's fully my idea of uh, when yeah. we did the pomp and circumstance uh, idea. And we, we pitched it to you, and then you wrote... A fucking script for it, and it was wonderful until it started getting goofy because we started doing goofy shit. Yeah. Uh, then, I mean, you were sixteen at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a maturity level that wasn't there. But, but my idea is, uh, or my, my my point is, I uh, you know, I could pitch you these things, and there was a couple different ones. Uh, Clive and Talbert. I came up with the idea. I I remember writing the first thing, and then gave it to you, and you took it, and you made it fucking better uh and and i i'm okay i'm i can admit that but that's what i'm saying i love i love being the idea guy and you're an idea guy too but i love being the idea guy and pitching things and that's what i did with with this episode i pitched the idea but that's it i wish that i could have contributed more but the problem is is that you are impossible to sit down and write with i couldn't I couldn't sit there and write anything with you because you'd like to write by yourself and come on because you, that's just how you, I'm not a writer, you know, I'm an, I'm an idea guy. I, I would probably be more of a marketing person. Like I think in order to market, you need to have some kind of money behind you. So I can't really do that, but, um, I should have gotten into marketing. Uh, and you know, writing is your, that's your forte. That really is. That's your thing. And you I believe it's fort. I believe the E is silent. Nobody says fort. They don't, but I believe it is supposed to be fort. Is it really? Yeah. Fort? Writing is your fort. Yeah. But if I said that, people would be like, he's so it stupid. It is my castle. There's a little drawbridge. It's cast. Castle. Castle. Cast. Castle. Castile. It's castle. It's castle. The E has a... Uh, a sound? Yeah. It's hyphenated. Castle. Castle? Like Tesla? Yeah. Hmm. I don't like it. Hmm, I don't, I don't like, it. like it. So anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, it would be nice if I could sit there, you know, and, and t- we, we've done that actually before, like we would, you know, like for something, we would kind of like, you would write it and I'd be like, oh, what do you have so far? And then I might go, oh, hey, how about we add this? And I would give you, and it was for some, some scripts years ago. I thought you were talking about this because no, 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 we for, for a while here is I would put in some things and you would just like punch it up earlier on yeah yeah lately i haven't been because because my i've been 
completely invested in this other project, uh, an upcoming project that we will unveil. Uh, we will unveil uh, in the fiftieth episode. Uh, I'm not settled on a name yet for this ep- for this uh, this new project. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, enough about that. Why don't we really get into this week of murder? Uh, and yeah. we could talk about uh, what we could talk about the goings ons is, is I hate that goings on the goings on yeah goings I hate that phrase with a uh, Warren Brown 53 of St. Petersburg Florida because yeah when you say goings ons is you sound like Gollum no shit so you can't say going on going well on. I've heard somebody say going ons and I'm like I know that's wrong and it's goings on but that but when you're putting goings on it just also sounds wrong okay. so you want to you want to go over the headline again on this yeah the headline is a uh, man charged with killing girlfriend weeks after being arrested for stabbing her and yes the turbulent violent relationship of a saint petersburg florida couple ended in predictably tragic fashion warren brown 53 had a history of domestic violence including two arrests on domestic charges within two days in early august His girlfriend, Sophie Solis, 43, suffered knife wounds to her arms in early November at the hands of Warren, but he was released from police custody on November 10th. Their story came to an end when Sophie was found dead in the trunk of Warren's car a couple weeks later. Warren Brown now faces charges of of second-degree murder, assault, and aggravated battery. All in all, police had been called to the couple's home 17 times this year, and they had, at points, taken out restraining orders on one another. Huh. Um, this reminds me of, uh, speaking of a wrestling reference, this is like Lana and Rusev. <laughs> Lana or uh, fucking Lex Luger and Elizabeth. <laughs> um, I was just reading about that earlier, too. Oh, uh, the, the, uh, when Elizabeth died? Yeah, the how there was like a domestic thing. Uh, yeah, I think I remember hearing about that. It was like in, she died in like May... Of I, I think at uh, 2003 I think it was, and uh, like that April like April 19th or something like that she um I guess he punched her or hit her uh, kicked her I don't know what he did to her um police were called and then he was released on uh, bond then he was like then he I, I guess a couple days later he got hit with like a DUI or something like that yeah he was falling apart there for a while it yeah was, it was bad and then um and then just a few weeks later she was dead. And people kept blaming uh, him for her death, but it was uh, it was like when it was acute toxicity. Yeah, things, it was mixing like, like pills and booze, right? Yeah, it was like painkillers and vodka. Yeah, yeah, which not a good combination. No, I don't blame him for that. I don't blame him for for taking it because people are like, oh, she would have been doing that if it wasn't you know for him. You don't know that. Uh, yeah, like. We we have no now now she wasn't a wrestler she wasn't taking bumps where right. she would need the painkillers like everybody else so but she was around that lifestyle but she was around it um I think that it, people love to just point fingers and they want to put the blame somewhere and I honestly think it was because people thought Randy Savage was a better wrestler than Lex Luger I think that actually has something to do with it oh I would have never thought that I would have never because people that loved Randy Savage I get that but. I would have never drawn that conclusion. I, I yeah, maybe, maybe I, I, I would have just looked at it as because he was a pill popper. Yeah. And he, you know, all of them. I mean, Ric Flair has even gone on and say, uh, said so much about mm-hmm. how, about how, um, you know, they all did pills and stuff. So yeah, that was, uh, that was life back then. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's nothing really to cover. Um, because it know, wasn't like really a, a murder. Yeah, because it wasn't a murder. It wasn't like an accidental overdose. Right. Unlike the Crispin Wall death, which was a murder, a double murder, triple murder. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know that. That's a, that because we because I know that we wanted to do well at least I wanted to do that at some point is kind of cover we did Benoit but it was just very early no no yeah. not not that uh, God you don't let me finish um, about m- what people perceive as you know just just a, a murder could have actually or a suicide could have actually been a murder just cover ups conspiracy cover ups stuff like that. Yeah. Or are, you, are you just no? I, I I didn't have anything to add there. You should have. I, I well, I, well, I'm talking to you, so you know you don't just stand there and st- stare sitting. at somebody. I'm sitting. Well, stand up then, so we can. No, I, I'm very comfortable. And you don't just sit there and stare. Me. You have this is a podcast. People can't see you nod your head. You know that, right? I do, I do know that. Okay, yes. all right. You ready to move on? Mm-mm, I guess. You want to read the headline? No. I'll read it. Oh, I didn't know I didn't know you scrolled. Uh woman reports dead body to police is charged with murder. Fifty one year old Yvonne Serrano made a call to nine one one on the morning of November twenty third to report that the dead body Oh, so of this an is just two woman, days ago. Yeah, this was the, three days ago, rather. Yeah, three days ago as we record this. Uh to report that the dead body of an unknown woman was laying in her driveway. This was the Saturday before Thanksgiving twenty nineteen, if you're listening in the future. Police believe that Yvonne was responsible for the killing and have charged her with second-degree murder. The victim was 21-year-old Daniela Tabaris Maya, who was found with her right foot still in the driver's side of her car, which was parked in Yvonne's driveway. She had been shot in the head. Hmm. Yvonne claimed to not know Daniela and said that she had found the car and Daniela's body in the driveway as she left to go to the gym. It it emerged that the two both saw the film 21 Bridges the night before going out uh, for drinks and go... Oh, wow. Let's let's try that again. It emerged that the two both saw the film 21 Bridges the night before, and then they went out for drinks afterward with a large group from the gym that they were both regulars at. Much better that time. Thank you. Witnesses recall them socializing, and security footage shows them leaving together. Security camera footage in Yvonne's neighborhood showed that Daniela drove Yvonne home. Police found a blood-stained tank top in Yvonne's washer, and her pistol had human blood on the holster. Jesus. Yvonne has ch- since changed her story and claims that she blacked out at the bar and woke up in the passenger side of Daniela's car shortly before calling 911. I, hey, look, entirely possible. Um, you're not going to have this with marijuana. No matter how high you get, you're never going to fucking black out and shoot somebody and try to wash their fucking tank top. You know, uh, it, it was probably something where... She is completely fucked up. And, you, and an you, argument ensues probably. Yeah, and yeah. She's carrying, so it escalates quickly. Yeah. And this is a fucking problem. Look, could it have happened if she had a knife too? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but 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 the, the, the alcohol and guns well, are a very bad combination. Alcohol and anything is a fucking bad combination. Because people don't know their limit. Everybody has that like, oh, I know, you know. I know what I'm doing. I'm a big boy or a big girl. You know, I can handle my shit. And then, and then they can't handle their shit because they either shoot somebody or they fucking die or they shit their pants. Well, I'm sure it happens. Of those three, I think I would most want to shit my pants. That's usually not your choice of your three things. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if I had to choose. I'm just saying three, that these are some of the things that happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. All right. Sometimes you just 
win a lot of money in blackjack. All right, now we're uh, we're going back to a segment called Close Calls. Is that our opening for that? Uh, yeah. Can I hear it again? Close Calls. All right. Almost Murder My Dude. We We did this a few times very early on. And I think the last time we did it was for our last Thanksgiving episode. Mm. And these are things like, yeah, they're almost murder, my dude. Uh, for example, the first story, you want to read the headline? Sure. Man stabbed in neck with fork by half-sister. And this comes from 2012. And this is also, I just realized, the uh, I didn't write a headline for the second one. But uh, in 2012, Deontay Antonio Wallace was stabbed by his half-sister, Shanika Alsup, during Thanksgiving dinner. The weapon was the large serving fork that's used when carving a turkey. You know how we'll put like the See? Big... See? It's not always guns, man. It's not always guns. This guy also didn't die. Oh. Well That's why it's almost a murder, my dude. Right, 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 right. Also, you know what? I would fucking love if the crazy person from uh which also could have just been, you know, a bunch of fucking CIA people or government people, some kind of black op shit from the remember that uh Las Vegas shooter? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that guy uh-huh. who was just picking off people, like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. at random? But imagine that he wasn't using some kind of fucking assault rifle. What's an assault rifle? Fuck off. Uh, if you don't know what an assault rifle is, by the way, if you have to question, you're a fucking idiot. Trump supporters are idiots. Sorry, I just had to get that out there. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're fuck. hot today. Yeah, I'm hot. Fuck, fuck you, you Trump supporting piece of shit. Anyway, if I, I would fucking, I would... I don't know what I would do. I would fucking rob a millionaire just so I could have uh, his money and give it to somebody that can go and kill all those people with a fork. They would need a lot of forks and they would have, they would need something to, to, to fire them. And people no, 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 no. Just a single fork? It has to be a fork because, because the idea is you can pick off all those people and kill all those people with an assault rifle, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So, so somebody talks about knives like, oh, we're going to ban knives. I fucking dare you. I dare you to find an, an fucking uh, uh, an instance, instance, instant, in instance, instance, instance is right. Somebody said it the other day backwards and it fucked me up ever since. Uh, <laughs> you can manipulate me that, that easily. Uh, find an instance where somebody killed that many fucking people with a knife or a fork. What, wasn't that a joke in the new uh, David Chappelle special where he was talking about... <laughs> David Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Why did you call him David? I don't know, because he had this one joke where he called himself David Chappelle, and I, I've always had David stuck in my head. <sighs> somebody else just called him David. Somebody recently called him David, too. But wasn't was it Tony? Jo- I don't know. Somebody somebody called him David Chappelle. But wasn't there a joke in his latest special, Dave Chappelle, where That's he, his name. he's like, you, you're not going to... Like, if there's somebody that stabs 100 people in one go... Like, anybody after th- the third one, it's their fault. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. You know, going back to that other, uh, going back to that other uh, story um, with the, what, 17 times yeah. the police were called? Mm-hmm. Okay. At some point, you know what? Like, because you never want to victim blame, but sometimes you need to victim blame. You can't stay in a relationship like that or you can't it like i'm not i'm never gonna feel bad for somebody that like if you're in an abusive relationship with somebody it's like you know something bad is gonna fucking happen but maybe this was the time she tried to leave like you are something like 600 times more likely to die in the immediate time after leaving an abusive relationship than at any other point 
Okay, like, like but, that but, is, but if, that if is you're the most dangerous time when you so if to you're leave. Ch- if you're trying to say, look, you know what, eighteenth time uh, of the cops coming, you know, might it, be it upon us. It could have been like, fuck it, I'm done, and now okay, fuck it. Well, you're it should have been fuck it, I'm done a long time ago, and then maybe she dies then. Maybe, but but at least it's not seventeen times. I don't feel that because for a lot of people, it's not as easy as like, okay, I'm going because but, but, then they're going to. Let die. me tell you, dude. Have you ever been in a relationship? No, I have, and I've been in abusive relationships. Uh, it's my fault staying after the fucking second time. Look, the first time something happens, you you kind of forgive it. You know, you you're like, all right, maybe this person just whatever. You know, you work things out. You fucking give somebody a second chance. Fuck third and fourth ch- chances. 17 fucking times the police were called there. That person's a fucking glutton for punishment, dude. And, but they're, the- they're a glutton for punishment. If you can't... Fu- dude, there, there are police... There are... I don't want to hear it that people... people it, there are fucking shelters. There are women... Uh, shelters for women out there that will take people. It's bullshit to say that these play, uh, people don't have anywhere to go. It's bullshit. There are fucking shelters. There are places for for these situations. It's this person just keeps going back to it. I see this all the time. I've I've grown up around people like this all the time that just go back to these abusive relationships. Like I I, I can feel bad. Like I said, you you want to give somebody a second chance because you don't know what somebody's going through. Seventeen times. Like, you know that it's going to happen. If if I knew this couple and I and I knew that the police were coming there, I'm not going to be shocked or feel too fucking bad. Like near our house, we have there's a there's a a house full of junkies. OK, well, more be more specific. What? What do you mean? No, I, I, I'm making a joke. I don't know what the joke was. That means there's multiple houses full of junkies. <sighs> Okay, but I'm talking one specific house. Uh, There's this one specific house. The cops are there all the time. There's craziness happening all the time. They just found a dude dead there recently. Oh, wow. Uh, Is anybody shocked? Not really. Like, do we feel bad? Yeah, because it's a life taken. And I, 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 I feel bad, but I don't feel as bad because I'm like, you know, you could have avoided that situation. Like, you just kept like get the fuck away from well, it. Well, in that specific situation, it seems like it was both of them, too. Like, they were multi- like each one had a restraining order out on the other yes! at some point. So, yes! Like, in that one, it's very turbulent, and it's always very hard, but I, I always... I, I'm not gonna take... I'm not... I'm not in the end of the, at the end of the day, the, the person responsible is the person who chooses to kill the other person. That That's the person that's chiefly responsible. Uh, kind of. You know... Uh, like yes i get it but but if you keep looking and you keep going back to an abusive relationship obviously you're okay with the abuse uh you know it's my whole thing like you you play with fire you get burned you walk into traffic you're gonna get hit by a car um you can you can avoid situations you know like it's like it's like if a white dude walked into a black neighborhood and started uh, screaming, beep. Right. <laughs> uh, are you gonna feel bad if if they beat the shit out of him? I think that I think that's overstepping their bounds. Like obviously it's not something that guys should do, but I don't think it. I, like you shouldn't be like beating the head. No shit. To death for it. But are you gonna feel that bad if they do? I'll feel bad, yeah. Like nobody deserves, especially like nobody deserves it. But but you know, he you also know the consequences, right? 
You know the con. You know the consequences. Most likely, and it's not guaranteed. That's gonna happen. You know, like it's you know you know that if you're a young girl and you're going to a frat party and there's lots of drinking, you know the chances of getting raped are a lot higher than if you're going to uh, a party with a bunch of seniors. Yeah. You know, you know, you're putting yourself in a, in a, in a I don't even want to say precarious, because uh, just a really fucking bad situation. And it, you, But I don't think anybody should ever go to the, a frat party with the expectation that, like... I, it, you know that it's going to happen, so that's not a, that's not we're we're beyond that. We're beyond that. We 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 we're beyond that conversation of you know, no girls should ever have to worry about tough shit. It's 2019. They have to worry. They have to. We're not living in in a fucking like this. Dude, this isn't the Care Bears, Brian. This isn't the Care Bears. This is real life. You have to worry. Just because you shouldn't, you think you shouldn't have to worry doesn't mean that you don't. You have to. You have to worry. So if you're going and you're a young girl to a frat party, your chances of being raped are higher than if you're just going to Sheets and getting a a, a fucking sandwich. Or if you're going to the gas station. Uh, Have you seen the gas station around here? Yes, I have. Have you? Yes. Oh, okay. Which one? Uh, I was thinking about the Sunoco. Yeah. I don't. I don't see very many rape. I don't think a rape has ever occurred there. Probably not. No. I think a robbery or two has. But but lots happen at frat parties. That all, is true. All the time, all the time. You know the situation you're putting yourself. I I know that it's like, I because the thing is, people want to ultimately they want to rush to the victim's defense, and I'm like, you know, sometimes the victim should be a little smarter. Sometimes the victim should be smarter. You know, like, I think it's always easy to play Monday morning quarterback on situations like that. No, though. it's it's very it's 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 like, yeah, the the, per- the victim's not going to go to jail, but the victim's going to fucking lose their life. If you, okay, if you have a situation where there's a bunch of gangbangers, and you're like, you know what, I I met this guy, and uh, I'm going to go hang out with him and his friends. Is that a smart fucking idea? Right, no, obviously, like, sometimes you can make bad decisions that can lead to your death. Yeah, it's, it's a shame, but yeah, that's the truth. And, and I absolutely agree it's a shame, but, it but doesn't be mean, a little smart. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to have sympathy for that. I'm person. not saying you shouldn't have sympathy, uh, but it's... Sometimes I feel that you shouldn't have sympathy for really, really, really bad decisions, you know? But it's tough, I, I, and it's always tougher when it, when it hits closer to home, you know? Um, so... Uh, Go no no. We went on this like ten minute rant after this uh, neck and fork incident. Yeah. So he uh, he lives right. Yes. Yeah, uh, Deontay Deontay and- Wallace lived. Uh, he was stabbed in the neck by his half sister Shanika Alsub, uh, and she had used a large serving fork, the one you put in the turkey yeah, to yeah, steady yeah. it while you're carving. Yeah, is what he was stabbed with. Uh, police found Deontay in a nearby parking lot, clutching his neck and wearing a blood soaked white t shirt. He had two puncture wounds in the base of his neck, but was not gravely injured. Shanika was ultimately charged with first and second degree assault and reckless endangerment. Uh, I read that as gravely. Oh, like, <laughs> you really do have Thanksgiving on the mind, don't you? I love Thanksgiving. It's so delicious. We, uh, I already had my early Thanksgiving dinner on Saturday, and I'm going to have another one with you and my oldest son. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to we're gonna sit around. We're going to eat some Turks. Mm-hmm. 
turkey, not actual Turkish people. Not like Jank or Gur or whatever. Jank He's running for Congress. Okay. Also in 2012, police in Port Matilda, Pennsylvania. Oh, it's near State College. Yes. We're called to a Thanksgiving dinner when a post-meal game of Trivial Pursuit nearly turned violent. Well, as they all should. An argument over a question turned physical and led to one of the players threatening another with what they thought was a hatchet. Now, do you think anything would happen like this over uh, a game of QI? No. 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 The, no, Alan Davis never let that happen. Or uh, or Sandy Toxic. Is it Davis or Davies? It's spelled Davies, but they always say Davis. Oh, that's right. That's what um, okay, That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, or a game of, maybe a game of, no, I think Cards Against Humanity, I think it's too fun. People aren't going to get too angry over it. Trivial Pursuit is like, yeah, that, that's bullshit. It's like, yes, they probably argued over whether or not a question was right or something like that. You know, people are dumb. Uh, but, and then police, Especially out that way. Police then later determined that the weapon was a piece of drug paraphernalia. So, <laughs> okay. there you go. That, that I guess, looked like a pick a hatchet. All and right, that, and uh, we, we didn't have a, a name for that, so let's go back to it real quick. Uh, let's go. Let's scroll back to that. Uh, what would we What would we title that? Probably something like "Post Thanksgiving Game with Trivial Pursuit Ends with Near Hatchet Attack." I don't know. Hmm. I would have to. It's It's hard to do it on the fly without writing. Oh, uh, really? You wouldn't You wouldn't do like a play on something with Trivial Pursuit? I don't know. Yeah. All right. I no. try not to get too cute with these things. Fuck that. All right. Uh, man stabs Muslim cab driver in Thanksgiving hate crime. Oh, okay. On Thanksgiving Day 2015, Hakeem Gorbal, a 38-year-old Moroccan immigrant. I've always wanted to visit Morocco, by the way. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is uh, that where uh, Casablanca is? Yeah. Well, that's why. Because you look at the old movies, mm-hmm. and I just have my whitewashed version of what Morocco right. is. You know, everybody's wearing, like fedoras and like like the white button down shirts or and fez. yeah well, no 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 they're wearing that oh. and then i wasn't done damn it stop ruining my visions you do this all the time every time i have like a fucking egyptian vision or something like uh, i want to tell about and then you just you, right to the punchline mummies in the ass mummies in the ass i don't fucking know yeah. don't worry about what i like uh so i just i just keep seeing like you know you get off a boat like you're with Poirot. Mm-hmm. You get off, you know. Is and Hastings there? Hastings. Well, he goes, and no, I say Poirot. All right. You know, like this is beautiful, you know. And and then Poirot's like, wait. And then fucking some guy comes up, some little servant dude with like a fez. That's where I was going. You're okay. Like, well, you got there. Yeah, I also got where I unplugged my headset. Uh, yeah, but that's how I envision Morocco. We're like, yeah, something from like Casablanca, Blanca, Blanca. Uh. But if you look at, like, what it looks like today, it's, I think every country is just, like, it's all, like, nightclubs. Like, Euro, like, Euro Yeah, Germany, Morocco, it's all the same shit. It's all this weird fucking, the only place you can go to, I'm sure there's some places in Italy where you hear, but there's a lot of it where it's just, like, old school everybody just people are just riding around italy is another place i want to visit yeah and beautiful and great uh greece i think greece was just called like the most beautiful country in the world really yeah it's it's weird because like i i want to do like england and ireland and all that stuff but i'm just very attracted to like morocco egypt mediterranean area yeah i'm very very uh attracted to that stuff and 
Now Spain because of Money Heist. Yeah, there's a rumor. I don't know if it's true or not that uh, season four might be coming as soon as January. Really? Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, I, I would like to go there because of that, but there's nothing that really stands out in my mind that's like, I need, I want to go to Spain, like there, like there is in these other countries. But anyway, so, uh, so we're going to go back to, uh, Hakim Korbal, Korbal, a 38 year old Moroccan immigrant. And he was stabbed while driving a cab or no shot, I believe while driving a cab by a passenger in a crime believed to be motivated by the driver's Islamic faith. The cab driver picked up the fare around 1 a.m. outside of a Pittsburgh casino According to the driver, the man said that he seemed, quote, to be like a Pakistani guy. Are you from Pakistan? The driver explained that he was from Morocco, but described himself as an American guy. The conversation later turned to ISIS and the driver's family. Uh, Gorbal said, I don't like ISIS. Uh, I was basically just saying, like, they, the, not all yeah. Muslims are like that. Um, and Gorbal was eventually shot by the passenger. A 27-year-old man, Anthony Muhammad, he was a black man, uh, just going by his mugshot, was arrested for the crime, but was found not guilty after there were no prints found, no DNA match, and Gorbal was unable to pick him out of a lineup. Huh. Weird. Yeah. So why would they, why would they even bring that guy? I don't know. I guess maybe somebody saw him in the area, maybe somebody saw him fleeing the area. Yeah, and with a name like that, he probably... You would think with the last name Muhammad, he may be Muslim. Right. Like... Well, I, I, I'm yeah. going to guess he is. You don't just right. get that. Yeah. Well, anyway, you know what you do get? What do you get? You can get lapel pins and yeah. buttons. And, huh? I don't know where I would possibly get any of these things. Probably like eBay or something. Yeah, or maybe. Etsy. Yeah. yeah. Or the snarkremark.shop. Oh. Yeah. Have you heard about the snarkremark.shop? A few times now. Well, if you haven't, you will now. I'm going to tell you about the snarkremark.shop. It's the snarkremark.shop. It sure is. Yeah. That, that's all you're going to No, there's, there's oh. more. Uh, you can go to snarkremark.shop and get yourself uh, buttons, lapel pins, magnets, vinyl decals, and more. The most popular item is a custom lapel pin with your face on it for $9.99. They even have digital protest signs you can download and print in minutes. Uh, my buddy Tate is in charge of this. Uh, she's been my go-to artist for years. She's reliable, easy to work with, and she has a five-star average on Etsy to back it up. Uh, she also uh, does this thing called the the Red Swan. Mm -hmm. uh, she does she does like markets, and uh, she she's from Florida, uh -huh. and she does these markets. Man, she is doing so much more stuff now than just like pins and and stuff like that. Uh, Oh gosh, I can't remember these these like wall uh, hanging things that if you looked at it you'd be like, oh man, like I remember those from the eighties. She does it. I forget what they're called, but um, I'll I'll on the next show I'll plug her other ventures. Um, but yeah, man, she's she's very talented. Uh, she's doing these like beautiful like portraits now. Man, she's just in, immensely talented. Um. I wish that I had a lot of money that I can just buy all kinds of cool stuff from her, but I'm broke. Well, if you're kind of uh, a little broke, you can add promo code MMD10 for an additional 10% off at the snarkremark.shop. The snarkremark.shop. Give snark, get laughs. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. I think I'm going to 
do that. I don't think you are. You probably oh, won't. I'm pretty cheap. You probably should. She, uh, she she does have an awesome Jeff Goldblum uh, uh, button. I still haven't watched the Goldblum thing on Disney+. Dude, Plus. I love it. I just watched the third episode. I do have a Jeff Goldblum t-shirt now, though. Oh, you do? Yeah. You should get a get Jeff Goldblum pin uh, to wear with that. I I, I, li- I like her pins. She uh, she uh, We got, actually, a couple Murder My Dude pins. We did, yeah. Um. She should sell some and uh, give us like a, a dollar <laughs> for each pin sold. She'll sell a pin for like eight bucks and then uh, we can get a dollar from it. Uh, well, anyway, um, you should check out the Jeff Goldblum show on Disney Plus. The first one was about, what was it, sneakers? I think it was like sneakers. Huh. And the second one was about ice cream. And the third one was about tattoos. And he goes back to his hometown. Oh, wow. Pittsburgh. Uh, and then... We were just talking about Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's funny because they have uh, Jeff Goldblum Day. Oh, wow. And during Jeff Goldblum Day, like the uh, tattoo shops will do like, I guess, like discounted, you know, pieces. If, if you get like a Jeff Goldblum. If tattoo. you get like a Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And uh, he just popped up like at a shop. They were doing... And people were like going crazy. And then he actually tattooed someone. Oh wow! Yeah, he did. He did like he just did like a little bit. So this dude now has this. It's it's a Jeff Goldblum. It's not like Jeff Goldblum's face, but it's something to do with maybe like Jurassic Park or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Goldblum literally tattooed a part of of oh, wow. that tattoo. That's awesome. So that dude could walk around like Jeff Goldblum did this on me. Yeah, you know that's that's really cool. Yeah, because he met up with. Um, he met up with some old like tattoo lady, and she like taught him how to do, huh. you know, like tattoo. He tattooed like on a. I guess he just he did like a little light bulb on like a. They have like a hand thing that you could practice on. Oh wow! Yeah. So, but uh, and I the always fo- wondered how you get practice on that without like willing volunteers. Probably, um, like pigs. Or pigs. Something? I would think pigs, and I would think something like that, like a. You know, because they say our flesh is very similar to like pig flesh. Like when they're doing yeah. ballistic tests, they'll use pigs. Yeah, or like uh, they say we taste like pig. Well, most of the most of the time, it's it's just trial and error with uh, with uh, couch, you know, people on couches. Yeah, there's a name. There's a name for it. I forget what it is. Um, but anyway, uh, fourth episode is going to be about denim. Oh, okay. Yeah, denim. Denim. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You should check it out. Also, check out the uh, the Mandalorian. <laughs> is this not a Disney Plus commercial? It is. <laughs> you got I, uh, a lot of money, Disney. Give some of I was sitting at the uh, coffee shop, and I just kept selling Disney Plus to people, and I'm like, I should work for them. They wouldn't want to hire me. All right. So, on the, the, uh, the feature Our story feature here. presentation. This is about the disappearance of Kelsey Barrett. Okay. And this happened, I believe we teased this earlier in the show, this actually happened last year on Thanksgiving Day. On November 22nd, 2018, Thanksgiving Day, Kelsey Barrett and her one-year-old daughter were spotted on a surveillance camera shopping for some last-minute items at a local Safeway supermarket. Okay. After dropping off her daughter with the child's father, Kelsey, a 29-year-old pilot from Woodland Park, Colorado, was never seen again. Colorado. Colorado, that's right. They would say Colorado there. Mm. Three days later, when Kelsey was scheduled to go back to work, the aviation company she worked for received a text from her phone saying that she would be out for the entire week. 
Another text was sent to Patrick Frazy. It's Swayze. I, I believe it's it's either Frazy or Frazzy. Hmm. I think it's Frazy. It's uh, Swazzy. Okay, let's just go. To uh, Patrick, Patrick, uh, her fiance and the father of her daughter. When a full week had passed without anyone else hearing from Kelsey, her mother reported her missing. A cell tower ping revealed that the earlier texts were sent from a tower 600 to 700 miles away in Idaho. Hmm. Police searched Kelsey's home at that point and found no one there. Her car was still there. Her toothbrush was still there. There were no signs that she had planned to go anywhere, though. Uh, so, obviously, she's a pilot. They're thinking maybe she flew somewhere. Yeah. Uh, police reached out to the public for information. One thought, like I said, was that she flew to Idaho, but she didn't own a plane. She wasn't close with anyone who owned their own plane. And all the planes where she worked were all accounted for, so she didn't take one from her workplace. Right. Uh, police and Kelsey's family would then update the media and the public once more on December 10th. Uh, her boyfriend, Patrick, was conspicuous by his absence when they did. Now, before we uh, go any further, <clears throat> to say uh, she wasn't close with anyone who did, I, I find uh, a phrase like that funny as if everybody knows all the goings on in uh, people's lives. Like, for instance, nobody knew if her knowing somebody that owned a plane is what that means. I know what it means, but you know as just as well as I know how people think. Because they could say, when, when, when you put a phrase like, and I know you, you wrote this, uh, wasn't close with anyone who did, sometimes people believe that. Like, if you were to ask my mom, does, uh, does your son know anybody in Lubbock, Texas? You know, uh, and my mom would go, no, of course, because I've never talked to my mom about knowing anybody in Lubbock, Texas. Right. I know a few people in Lubbock, Texas. Do you know anybody in Waxahachie, Texas? Actually, I think I did, uh, talk to somebody from Waxahachie, uh, Waxahachie, Texas. Oh, before. nice. Um, I talked to somebody, uh, uh, were they, where the, where the, where's the double cross ranch? Amarillo. I talked talk to somebody in Amarillo. The before. person, you know, from Waxahachie, Waxahachie, Texas, were mm. they so tough? That they could go to eat. I'm like, no, I can't do it. Um, so anyway, mm. Kelsey and Patrick. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, <clears throat> I I know I know that it's just uh, a thing, but it's just funny how people think is what I'm saying. Like, because yeah. somebody could say, you know, oh, they didn't know anybody, and then maybe she did. Maybe she was on an online, you know, group where she, you know, was talking to somebody, and somebody was like, hey, I have a plane. You know, you're a pilot. Well, yeah. you know. My my, I have a plane at uh this airport. You know, yeah, you could take it, you could use it. You know, I'm just saying, you never know how people are. You're just saying. I'm just saying. You're just saying. So go ahead, to Patrick and Sponge, uh, so, SpongeBob. So uh, so Patrick was not at this press conference to update the media on December 10th. Mm. And when they asked Miles DeYoung, who's the chief of police in in Woodlawn Park, Colorado, where this happened. Uh, they asked why Patrick wasn't at the press conference, and he said that's a question you would have to ask him. Four days later, police executed a search warrant on Patrick's home. So, hmm, mm. Patrick said, and he owned like a 43-acre ranch, but I don't know if it was his ranch or just like a separate house that they searched. Uh, Patrick's attorney told the media that law enforcement came in with the warrant and never asked for a consent search. So they they basically came up with a warrant without even asking if they could they they, they could before that. I've I've heard that they don't have to. Um, ever since like nine eleven, if there's probable cause, they don't have to. No, I heard even with that, like I've heard. Now I don't know. I'm not speaking, but I'm I've nine eleven or the Patriot Act or something like that may have widened what they can consider probable cause, but. 
they had a warrant. So yeah. obviously they went through the trouble of getting one. Yeah. But sometimes they'll ask, hey, can we search the place? Like we did with Leonard Lake and Charles. Well, Zane. if they have a they fucking warrant, they don't need to. Right. But but they didn't even ask first. They just got the warrant. And bef- they surprise, we're coming to search your house. Right. Well, that's you good. Warrant? That, yes. That's good. Yeah, I, they I, can't hide shit. Right. Because they can't hide shit. That, I like that tactic a lot better. Yeah. Uh, than, than, than coming up first and then say, well, we'll get in a warrant and then we'll be back for, you know, in, me- in the meantime, you get to clean up the fucking crime scene. Right. And uh, so what happened was uh, Patrick's attorney said, Mr. Frazee will continue not to participate in any interviews with the media and instead focus on parenting the child he shares with Ms. Barrett. Hmm. And that that was the only, and basically that's all he had to say about that. A week later, on the morning of December 21st, police arrested Patrick Frazee on charges of murder and solicitation to commit murder. They revealed to the media at that time, this is again about, a little less than a month before or after the disappearance. Right. Uh, they said they believed Kelsey was dead. The couple's daughter, who was, I believe, 18 months old at this time, was placed in the custody of Kelsey's parents. And law enforcement confirmed that Kelsey's phone was in Idaho. Like, the phone it's, itself was in Idaho, but they didn't explain how it had gotten there. Weeks later, in early January, reports emerged that police had unearthed evidence that Patrick had tried to hire a hit on Kelsey three times and the three months before her disappearance. It also emerged that Crystal Jean Kenny, also, they also called her Lee, Crystal Jean Lee Kenny, uh, a nurse living in Twin Falls, Idaho, was being looked at in connection with the disposal of Kelsey's cell phone. Crystal Jean soon pled guilty to a charge of felony tampering with evidence and agreed to a deal to testify against Patrick, admitting that she knew Patrick had murdered Kelsey and agreed to move the phone for him to hinder the investigation into her disappearance. According to a civil lawsuit that was filed against Patrick by Kelsey's parents, it was believed the custody uh, of their daughter was motive for the murder, specifically that Patrick wanted full custody of the child. And Kelsey's family also claimed that after Kelsey's disappearance, Patrick told them that the couple had broken up, agreed to share custody, and that he thought that she may have flown somewhere with a friend or a co-worker. So he was trying to make it seem like she flew away and, you know, nobody will ever know what happened to her. Uh, but the weak link on this seemed to be Crystal Jean, who was his accomplice. Right. And though it wasn't something that she initially admitted to police, it emerged that Crystal and Crystal Jean and Patrick had been engaging in an affair for a while, unbeknownst to Kelsey, and also unbeknownst to Crystal's husband. Crystal, she would always make excuses to why she had to go to Colorado for, like, different trips and stuff. But it was because she was having an affair with this dude. Yeah. And he wanted her to, uh, Crystal would also eventually claim that Patrick repeatedly asked her to kill Kelsey, which were those three attempted hits that police had brought to light earlier, but she always refused. Uh, Crystal claimed that Patrick's motive, or at least what he told her, was that Kelsey was a bad mother. So <laughs> it seemed the center, seemed the okay. center around the kid. She's a, she, she, I guess she was such a bad mother that it, the, the, the kid was better off if she was dead. So now that she won't have a mother or a father. Yeah. Exactly. What an idiot. If that's even, you know, well, obviously there's got to be more to it. Unless he was just crazy. Yeah, you know, you don't know. Crazy phrase, as they used to call him. And it was also like, it seemed to be like a very well-to-do guy. Like he owned a ranch. Seemed well, yeah, like he had yeah, a lot like of money. 43 acres or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. So so the first planned hit was in August. Uh, Patrick wanted Crystal to lace Kelsey's favorite Starbucks order with a lethal, lethal dose of Valium and Ambien. Kelsey, or I'm sorry, Crystal, it's so hard when they have the same letter in their first name. Mm. Uh, Crystal did indeed deliver the coffee to Kelsey, posing as a new neighbor when she did, 
but she hadn't worked up the nerve to poison it. She just gave her a cup of coffee. What an idiot. Uh, a few months later, in October, Patrick asked her to beat Kelsey to death on two separate occasions, once with a pipe and once with a bat. Now, now listen, I'm not saying she's an idiot. Like, I, I just thought about it after I said it. I'm like, wait a minute. It sounds like I wanted her to kill, you know? Yeah. like Why not like, just not give her the coffee? Like, <laughs> um... Well, that's why I'm. That's why I'm right. an idiot. I'm like, like, you're. Uh, I mean, it's good that she didn't kill Maybe her. Maybe she had two coffees, one with like the the poison, and one then she does it. a Princess Bride <laughs> scene. I've built up a tolerance. Oh wait, no, he was he was the one that did. It was uh, yeah. it was Dread Prince Robertson. It's inconceivable. Yeah. So yeah, because the Dread Pirate Robertson poisoned both. Because we... I don't think it means what you think it means. That's such a great movie. Oh, it's such a great movie. <laughs> so it, it goes from, okay, just Poisoner, which is I, it's usually seen as maybe a, a, a more light form of killing somebody. Like, it's you don't have to, like it's going to suck for them because you're usually a slow, agonizing death, but at least you have to get your hands dirty. Right. It goes from, hey, can you just give her, like, a poison cup of coffee to beat her to death with a pipe? Mm-hmm. Well, because he's getting frustrated yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, his frustration's coming out. Like, and, and, and it comes- he just really doesn't want to be with her. Maybe he feels that if she's dead, they can't ever get back together. Yeah, and it might be a money thing, too, like, because they have a kid. Like, oh, I, she can take a lot of my money. I just want her out of the picture. You never know. Right, right. So then on Thanksgiving 2018, Patrick took matters into his own hands. Per Crystal's testimony, the murder took place when Kelsey came home after the Safeway trip. Patrick was there at her house, and had uh, blindfolded Kelsey with a sweater with the idea that they were playing a, a game where she would try to guess a new set of candles by scent. Oh, my gosh. And once blindfolded, Patrick beat her to death with a baseball bat. The good thing... Okay, let me let me, let me say this. The good thing about this... Not that there's a good thing. There is no good thing the about this. The best thing... Uh, it's, it's like... The silver it's, lining it, is what you're trying to say, I think. It's like when I had cancer, and they were like, well, it's the best kind of cancer to get. Right. It's like... It's cancer, dude. There's no yeah. good kind of cancer to get. But fine. The silver lining is that she's if her memory was to just go on and on and on, it's her last memory is her playing a game with her husband and she's probably smiling and you know, just waiting to smell the scent and then whoop, like her it's out. She's out. She probably she was probably out of the first swing, you know? Yeah, it's it's very possible. She's probably out the first like time that bat fucking hits her in the head, and then I don't know how many times he hit her to kill her. Maybe once, maybe ten. I don't know what it was, but I hope that it was the first uh, swing, and she was just out and doesn't you know doesn't know like if there was ghosts. If ghosts existed, they don't. By the way, people listening, uh Ghosts are not a real thing. You're wrong if you think they are. But anyway, uh, if, if if there was to be a ghost, hypothetically, if there's a ghost, then her ghost probably would be like, where's the candle? Yeah. <laughs> it, but the weird thing, too, with this is he had a gun. Uh, too loud. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. In a residential neighborhood, too loud. Because uh, Crystal had a gun. She she was a... Uh, she had like a... Um, a a concealed carry permit or something, I think, but right. she had her gun at her house. Like, I guess she didn't want to take her gun with her while she's going to shop with her 18-month-old kid. Um, but or, or maybe she kept the gun. I, no, I think she just kept the gun at the house for protection at the house. But he took the gun, so 
if she somehow broke free or saw the swing coming and he hit her or in something. The, he hit her in the face. Uh, I'm reading. I'm reading ahead. Yeah. So go ahead. Um. So like the thing is, Patrick what, calls Crystal, telling <laughs> telling her they have a mess to clean up. Right. But no, I'm 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 just saying like kind of getting like all off the the script a little bit here. Basically. Yeah, she had a gun that he just took before she came home because he knew where she hid it or had it locked away. So she couldn't just go for the gun if he, like, missed or she ducked or something. Yeah. But, yeah, she I guess it would have been too loud. So he, he hit her in the head with a bat, hit her in the face with a bat. Well, that's... Uh, well, yeah, that's why I'm saying I, I think it was the face because... Yeah. No, it was. Well, we're getting there. Uh, but, yeah, so Patrick then called Crystal telling her uh, they had a mess to clean up. Lee described it as an incredibly bloody crime scene at Kelsey's townhouse, one that took them four hours to clean up, including a prolonged search for teeth that flew out during the assault. Once they were done, the two returned to Patrick's ranch, where Crystal refused to take uh, take um, Kelsey's, <laughs> Kelsey's body, body. <laughs> back to Idaho with her. So yeah, his first idea was... I want you to take Kelsey's body back. So I'm laughing because uh, you have, there's a there's a blunder, a classic blunder. Um, I'm going back to Princess Bride yeah. shit now. Because uh, you, instead of writing Kelsey, you have Crystal. So you have Crystal refused to take Crystal's body. She's just going back in spirit. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. So yeah, Crystal refused to take Casey's body back to Idaho with her. She claims Patrick- Kelsey. Is Kelsey. it Kelsey or Casey? Kelsey. I'm Kelsey. Kelsey. Uh, so, uh, oh my God. Imagine if there was a Casey involved. That would be just too much. It would be maybe that. I hope that like, yeah, if it was, it was Casey instead of Patrick, I would have had to use last names. Because I usually try to use first names, but right. I know you prefer the first names, but yeah, I would have had to use last names at that point. Yeah. Uh, I almost used last names on this one. And so the two returned to uh, Patrick's ranch where Crystal refused to take uh, Kelsey's body back to Idaho with her. Now I have Casey on the brain. Mm. Uh, Casey at the bat. Maybe it's the bat thing. Uh, she claims, uh, Crystal claims that Patrick placed Kelsey's body in a metal trough along with the bat and a bunch of wood, poured gasoline inside, and set it ablaze. Mm. In addition to the, uh, that, he gave Crystal Kelsey's phone and the gun so they would be out in Idaho. And then she was texting from Idaho, like, oh, she's not going to be going in the work and all this stuff. And that was their, their big plan. Now, before Patrick's trial, a jailhouse informant told prosecutors that Patrick had tried to enlist him to find someone to murder Crystal before she could testify. But it didn't happen. Oh my she gosh. did testify... And it only took jurors about four hours to convict Patrick Frazee of first-degree murder on November 18th, 2019. So about a little more than a week uh, after we're recording, or before we're recording this, Patrick was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. It, what a fucking crazy person. You know, like, he was too pussy to do it himself, so he tries to hire other people to do it. Not then, even hire, just convince his... No, no, before that. Yeah. Because he was trying to get hits. No, and but it was her. It was it was Crystal Jean. He was trying to. Okay, but but so so he's too much of a pussy though to do it himself. Yeah, and then finally he just gets to the point where fuck it, I'll do it myself. And then he tries to have people kill. Like this dude's just crazy. Yeah, like he just he doesn't care. Obviously about right. He just lies. wants her out of the picture for whatever reason. Well, then, then now with uh, now I'm talking about uh with uh, Crystal right. Yeah, now it's just if she doesn't testify, they have nothing against. He just him. wants to. He if, if he could fucking 
if he could just get get rid of the judge or anybody else at right. this point, he would too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just trying to do whatever he can to save his own hide because he knows he's fucked. I think the dumb thing is people don't understand what he, it's. Maybe he thinks that. Maybe he thinks that people just can't see what he's doing. Right. Well, it, it, the thing is, if, if is if she dies and and she's the star witness, then she can't testify if she's dead. And yeah, but people would still think that's eh, him. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, like the jury is supposed to be isolated from that, I, I, so uh, that the jury's not hearing her testimony. Then I hear you. Then that's the problem. <clears throat> okay. Well. She uh she ratted out uh old Patrick. I hope that he never gets out. Uh well he won't unless he escapes. Yeah. That's uh that's the li- that is the uh death by incarceration they call it sometimes now life without parole. Okay. All right. So uh now we're on to uh there's only one thing left to do. Yeah, the main event of the show, really. Always. Yeah, I, I you know we save the we save it for last, but uh, we always have the the main story. But I think some people really like who died the worst. It's time for another game of who died the worst. That's right, it's time for Who Died the Worst. Not Who Died the Funniest, not Who Died the First. The name of the game is Who Died the Worst. And uh, if you're new here, then let's explain it a little bit, as we do all the time. I will give you three deaths of people who actually died. You will tell me which of these people died the worst. And so I tried to make it... It it was hard to find like specific Thanksgiving deaths, but... These are all kind of sort of related to things that are Thanksgiving-ish. Like somebody got killed by a turkey. I couldn't find anything with a turkey, really. I I looked. Um, But the first one does have to do with cooking. Because, yeah, you always think of cooking. Like, just a a busy kitchen on Thanksgiving Day. A lot of things on the stove. A lot of things just baking. All that. And and this man, Philip Quinn, he was killed... While he was trying to heat up his lava lamp on a stove. Okay. Wins st- <laughs> play super games, win super prizes, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, the lava lamp exploded, and a glass shard from the outside of the lamp pierced through Philip's heart. So death number one. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm eating uh, a handful of W and Ws. Okay. Go ahead. I believe it's like Wason and Wars, I think is what it stood for. Oh, uh, you told me before I was holding it upside down. So, um, so yeah, death number one is you're trying to cook a lava lamp for some reason, and it explodes and a uh, shard of glass pierces your heart. Death number two, uh, this didn't happen at a shopping mall, but this is something kind of related to like Black Friday. When I was a kid, I always had a fear of going down the down escalator. Like, I'm okay with it now, but I always thought I was going to, like, slip or fall off the side or something. And it always made me really scared to go down an escalator. Yeah. Um, this was a man who died going up an escalator. I don't have well, a name. Well, actually, going up an escalator is what always made me scared. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Going down, I feel that 
it's easier. Like if you're looking down and you start to fall, you can grab something. But if you're going up, now you have to like. It's just it's, I don't know. It's just different. Like your body's position. Like I mean, yeah. All you have to do is turn around. But yeah, it's just because I was like, okay, you're on the ground. What's the worst that can happen? But you're still. It depends on how far you go up and how far you come down. I don't know. I was always always afraid of going up. Yeah, I was always, always and not anymore. But when I was a kid, I was afraid of going down. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've gotten over it. But uh, anyway, pl- uh, this happened at an Amtrak station in guard uh, in the uh, like Prince George's County, Maryland area near Baltimore. Uh, they say around two a.m., a man at an Amtrak station uh, was going up the down escalator. He was trying to like walk up the down escalator. And they say he reached the top, like he ran up and reached the top, but then fell backward and struck his head. And then, uh, I guess, fell all the way down, and they found him uh, dead at the bottom of the escalator with pieces of clothing stuck in the track. Mm. So death number two is trying to run up a down escalator, which is not temporarily stairs because it's running, and then falling once you reach the top. Going all the way down and uh, dying and getting your clothing stuck in the escalator. Right. Okay. Death number three is definitely a Black Friday thing. It's Walter Vance, who was a 61-year-old pharmacist who collapsed at a Target in West Virginia, went unnoticed as customers stepped over him, stepped on him, hunting for bargains, and then, um, I mean, some did finally help him out, but... He, he succumbed to his injuries. I believe it may have been like a heart thing, but it's also while you're being trampled by people on Black Friday. So you collapse during Black Friday and you're trampled by the crowd is death number three. There's a lot of silence there. I'm, I'm waiting for your... Uh, oh, I forgot to ask you. I'm, I do apologize. <laughs> I ask you, mm-hmm. who died the worst? Well... As I finish chewing these W and W's, um, this is easy for me. This is an easy one. Like, you just fucking threw a softball, buddy. Okay, they can't all be hard. Sometimes it's easy. Obviously, the winner. Or should I do process of elimination? Let's do process of elimination. Well, it's going to go in this order. So, y- you know the. Is it going to go? Can I guess? Yeah. Is it going to go one, two, three? Of course. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, you get rid of one because this dude's a fucking idiot for cooking a lava lamp on a fucking stove. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he doesn't know that it's going to happen that way, and it's it's a bad death. Mm-hmm. Um, but I take into uh, I take a bunch of things into consideration when I think of the worst, especially because that kid was only like twenty four, and the, the the trample guy was like sixty one. Like, there's a chance he would have died anyway just from a heart attack, like, without being trampled. A chance. Yeah. A chance, but... The trampling didn't help. But the trampling thing is what made it the worst for me. Yeah. You know? So the first one is just a fucking complete idiot. The second one, yeah, it's dumb. You run up the thing, and that sucks, though. But then to fucking die and then have people trample over you? Yeah. doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah, it's, it's a, it could have been a hundred. And sixty-one isn't exactly old. No, like, tell my fucking uh, mom is. Yeah, my mom's sixty-one. My stepdad's sixty-two. Yesterday, my dad would have been seventy-one. Yeah, 
he died. And my grandmom would have been 91. Yeah. They had the same birthday. But anyway. So that's... Yeah. That's that's who died the worst. Yeah, it's got to be three. Three wins. You, you, you have people trampling over you. That's the worst, it's in really my opinion. Yeah. I mean, maybe somebody say, no, uh, a shard of glass piercing your heart is actually worse than... I don't... I mean... I like I said, I I consider all of it, you know, I could I, I I There's not really many good ways to go. No, obviously really. not. But but to me, being trampled over that's a fucking really shitty fucking way to die. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. So there you have it. That's who died the worst, and and that's our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. So I, I hope you uh enjoyed listening to these stories. And uh, me chewing my W&Ws. Well, that was only at the very end. Yeah. You held out as long as you could. I did. I didn't really... I didn't snack throughout this episode. I usually... I'm usually snacking. But uh, that's what they, they call me in the wrestling circles. They call me... Snack this Jack? Yeah. Snack this Jack. <laughs> I was going to go uh, Jack the Snack Riley. And then you'd be like, but it's Wells. But that's not my real name. Everybody knows that. Snack this Jackson, then. I like Snack This Jack. <laughs> I like I like Jack the Snack Riley or Snack This Jack. Uh, we'll, we'll come up with a bunch of different yeah. variations of Snack and Jack connection. JR would probably call you Jungle Snack Perry. Yeah, he would. He's a fucking dummy. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Uh, and I used to love it. We, we always thought JR was the best fucking announcer. What's happened? Tony Schiavone's back. That's yeah, what I, I adore that guy. Anyway, do you have any uh, <laughs> anything to plug? Um, I you could go to our store. That's always nice. I don't think are we doing a? I don't think we're doing a Black Friday sale. But no, we're not doing a Black. That Friday doesn't sale. mean you can't go buy some merchandise. Uh, you can maybe always, maybe we'll do a Black Friday. Uh, sale. I know we have a big announcement coming up, so you definitely want to listen to our fiftieth episode. Um, if you really, really, Here, really want to hear me, you can also hear me on the Tornado Tag Podcast. Uh, that's about. It's about everything I got to plug. Over on interviews, uh, the Interviews with Everyday People Network. Yes. IWEP Network. If you look up Tornado Tag Podcast, you'll find sure. it. Sure. Uh, you know what? Here, Here's what we'll do. I don't know at this point if we're going to be doing a Black Friday sale. If we are, it'll be on the, the website. It'll be on the website. Uh, we'll put it on Twitter. We'll put it on the Facebook. Right. Maybe we'll put it on Instagram. I don't really control the Instagram. I do the Instagram when I do the Instagram. And it hasn't been much lately. Yeah. Because I, I, why, what happened was I felt, I felt that I'm, I'm only, because I don't have a whole lot of, you know, we just don't have a whole lot of follow, followers on there. And I don't feel that when I post on there, our listenership goes up. You know what I mean? It just goes up organically. It goes up from just people finding it or whatever. And I'm sure that there's a handful of people that are already listeners, you know, that are that from there and they listen anyway. You know what I mean? And we thank you for that. I did, absolutely. I I am thankful for every listener we get. Um, but but I'm just saying that I don't I don't think that posting it uh you know every time there's a new episode on there is has been beneficial. Uh, lately maybe it will be. I don't know. Just gotta. It's hard to grow anything these days. You know, yeah, it's it's an uphill battle. It is. It's uh, if I was a pretty girl, you know. I oh. think I think more people would listen. I think I need to be a. Well, I don't think girl. we said anything today that could possibly alienate anyone. 
who did we uh, alienate today? I don't know. Trump supporters? Maybe. I think they're I think they're already long gone. <laughs> Good. Please. Um I'm okay with that. I, I'm really I, I've you know, I've made my bed and uh it's it's uh my thing is is I don't want that. I don't want that that type of thing. Like you anybody, you know, it's it's you wanna you want to have something where everybody listens, right? Um but we know now that we're it's like let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If we did a video uh podcast right. or and and it was to sit down with somebody that was a Trump supporter, mm-hmm. would that be would that interest you? Um I don't know. It wouldn't interest me at all because I don't because I, I think that when people are wearing that hat, I think that you've um you you've again, like I said, you you've made your bed, you you drew your line, and I think that now you're you're just gonna argue for Trump no matter what he says. Yeah, I mean if it was a discussion, maybe if it's gonna be an argument, no. No, no, no. I'm like, talking I'm talking yeah. discussion. I don't think that there's a discussion that can be had with somebody that's going to wear their hat, wear that hat. Because I think if you're wearing that hat, that means that in, in, in November of 2019, you're still supporting him. That means that your rationale has been long gone. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's no way that you could support that guy. Because there's there are things that like Tulsi Gabbard says or Bernie even, uh, you know, there's a handful of them that you know there's certain certain things that these people say that I go, nah, I don't like that. But all in all, you know, they have my best interest, you know, uh, at heart. These Trump people just like Trump because he's you know he insults people. And, I think that's a lot. That's a big thing for a lot of them, yeah. Right? Why? Why is that something that you know you can't have a, a rational, civil conversation with that person? You can't sit there and have like a, a just you know because when you throw statistics out there, because if you want to have a rational conversation, then it's got to come down to things like statistics, right? It's got to come down to uh, the economy and you know what's just really best for people, not. I'm allowed to say this, so I'm going to say it, and which is what they right. Why do I want to have that conversation? I don't want to be friends with that person. I say fucked up shit, right? But and I know that we have the right to say stuff. We also have the right to go, hey, that person's an asshole. I'm sure there are a thousand people out there that have met me and think I'm an asshole. No, no, really, maybe, yeah. Well, there's. Absolutely. I, I'm not the nice guy. I don't pretend to be the nice guy. You pretend to be the nice guy. I think I'm pretty nice. Yeah, I think you're pretty nice, too. I think that you're what is perceived as nice is the just, you know, shake your head. Thank you. You know, be cordial and whatever and, to people. But you don't really like people. Am I allowed to say that? I don't mind people. Like I, I you hate. You, I like people you on hate an, our fans. I like people on an individual level, but you in groups, our, I don't like them. You hate our fans. I love our fans. What if? What if they're Dallas Cowboys fans? I don't like that, but they're still our fans. Do you like that? Our, but you okay? So you don't like that they're Dallas Cowboys fans? But look, if I grew up in Dallas, I would probably be a Cowboys fan. Okay. What if they're Trump fans? 
I don't like their politics, but I can like it, it's hard. Can you like can you like somebody that's a Trump supporter? I can be cordial to them. I can I, I don't know like, knowing that they support kids in cages. It, it's hard. It, it, it that one's hard. Yeah, but I mean. But I think you got to do your best to to try to no absolutely, <clears throat> and I think that that's the. I think that that's I think sometimes when people draw that line in the sand, sometimes that line's a little too thick. You know, yeah. I I think that there there should be conversations because if you can have a conversation, and you can say, look, dude, wearing that hat is to a lot of people like wearing a fucking swastika on your arm yeah it, we know that you know trump hasn't killed uh six million jews and, no. it, and invaded all these right, places right right yeah but what it stands for is you know it's a lot of people don't like and it's hurtful to them kind of fascist it's a little fascist i i don't know that it is just a little bit. It's not full-blown Hitler or full-blown Mussolini. It's a little fascist. There's a little fascism there. Could you explain it? Could you break down how there is? Uh, Other than just saying it? Because this is what they would want you to do, and that would be the conversation. Like, you know, how is it fascist? You know, and then people will say, how is Trump ever racist? Now, we know that there's... Well, yeah, you can go back. Yeah, he wouldn't rent to, to minorities and shit. Like and and then the ones that he would rent to, you know, it would be like, hi... Uh, right, yeah, there, there's a track record there, but that, that, him firing a lot of black people, him not wanting black people on like just it, there's just so many things that you could go back and look at um, to to just prove why he is. You know, there's Google. You have the Google machine, you know, mm-hmm. you, you could go back and you could look at that. Uh, yeah, this is why I would never want to do like a politics podcast because this, this stuff's nice to mention in passing, but yeah. it, too much of it gives you a fucking headache. Do you have a headache? No. No. Me neither. Not yet. Well, you took a lot of ibuprofen before the show. I did. <laughs> it took six. It took six of them. I don't know. I don't know what the thing is with the... Uh... You're going to just ask me where it is later. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I think I think that it's one of those things where if you're just... If you're a Republican, that doesn't bother me. You know? If your politics are different than mine, it's whatever. I think it's that that just the Trump thing. It's it's like you're bragging about being a fan of an asshole. You know? And and I get that when you're like 16. Right. Right. You're like, yeah, yeah, he's telling everybody to fuck themselves. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, okay, but yeah, that's fine. You're 16. There's like 50-year-olds. There's 60-year-old people doing this shit. You think I wasn't that person? I know you were that person. Right. Yeah, I still have a little bit of that in me, and I know it's wrong. I know it's wrong. I, I know that it's it's never, you know, it's not too late to want to change for the better. Um, if I was 20, I would probably be a Trump supporter. I don't think at any point in my life I ever would have been. No, I know you wouldn't. And that's not to say that, you know, you're a better person. I, I mean, may, maybe you are, maybe, maybe you're a better person than I am. There's things that, that that you do that I don't like that I, I can look at, you know, I'm sure there's lots of things I do. Lots of things I do. You'd be like, you're a piece of shit. Uh, you know, uh, but we have a friendship though. It's a little, little, you know, it's different. It's, I don't know. I don't know today though, today though, that I could be uh, fucking friends 
with somebody that's just like a hardcore Trump uh, supporter. I, I well, especially if it's one of those people where it just it, like like it 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 just becomes like a, a part of everything in their life. Yeah, like if it's somebody who just like oh yeah I I, I voted for Trump, but. Like maybe like it's like an economic thing. Like I I I don't because th- I don't think that stuff's worth the kids in cages and shit like that. You know you know I I, I or, actually ran uh, ran into uh, something like that. Or I held my nose and voted for him because I didn't like Hillary. Like uh, okay yeah. But if if you're if you're one of those people like like I know early if, on if you're part of the Trump culture right like that's tough that's tough yeah emphasis on the cult part yeah of culture oh god yeah um. No, because I know early on you were like, oh, e- even if they voted for him, fuck them, fuck them. Like that's just that was your yeah, attitude because you were that, pissed. Yeah, yeah, because you get angry and then you get over it. Like, yeah. Um, uh, like I think it's an embarrassment. Like I'm embarrassed for the country that this is going on. But yeah, absolutely. Like the, the, the like I'm not angry. Like like I would have been like after election day. Like this time in 2016, I was still angry. Um, I don't. I don't understand how anybody here, here's here's my breakdown of why I don't like him. He's a racist. Now, I understand that there's a lot of ra- I don't like racism on anything. I don't like when black people fucking, you know, call white people cracker and fucking honky. And, you know, I hate that shit. Anytime that bla- and then you, you mentioned you're racist, they'll say they can't be racist. Not a thing. That's not that's not real. Oh, because they're not in a position of power. Shut the fuck up. Like, that's like be that's to me when people act like that it's the same shit as white people fucking saying that they're not racist as they're wearing a fucking like kkk hood yeah like i i I, any kind of fucking violence against people like we like we brought up earlier about like going into uh, a black neighborhood and screaming beep um you know that's not acceptable if they fucking violently attack somebody but yet you go all across, if you go, you ask any black person or any uh, white person that really likes kissing ass, if that's okay that a black person does that, they'll go, well, they should have, you know, they should have known better. They shouldn't have done it, that. It, they deserve it. It's not okay, but isn't it one of those, like you said in Who Died the Worst, isn't that a play stupid games, win stupid prizes situation? Um, walking in front of, I, no, no, actually, uh. Well, I mean, if we're going by your logic, like we should never, you know, I'm saying that it, it, we know that it happens, right? We know that it happens. Like, mm-hmm. like if you go, like if you're a young girl and you go to a frat party and you get raped, we know that it happens. Right, um, but that doesn't make it right. Right. Yeah. Of course it's not right. That's, you know, and when I say shit like that, because people, you know, people are going to be like, oh my God, you're, you're, no, I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm just saying that, you know, it's going to fucking happen. Um, and, and ultimately, yeah, those people are responsible, but I, I sometimes don't feel, oh God, see, it's tough to say, like, it's not that I don't feel bad, but it's like, I'm kind of like, well, I hate, hate to say I told you so, you know, it's one of those. It's like, I feel bad, but I feel that you shouldn't have been fucking dumb and have do- like, like, I would never be shocked if my daughter went to a fucking frat party and that happened. I wouldn't be shocked. Would you think she was dumb for going to a yes. frat party? Yes. So any any girl that goes to a frat party is dumb. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because there's a bad track record of going. Any uh, is any anybody that hangs uh, any girl that hangs with gangbangers are they dumb? I think you're. You can make a bad decision and not be dumb. Like everybody makes bad decisions in life. Everybody. Well, that's there's a difference between saying you're dumb and you're dumb for going somewhere. 
Like you're dumb in that moment. You know that. You know that. That's well, that's not. That's not saying that that person is just a, person a complete makes idiot. One bad decision, I could go. You're dumb. Like, you know. You say, you, I think you made a bad decision. Well, but you're dumb just, for doing it. How could you not say they're dumb? And everybody it? in the world is dumb. No, that's not how that works. Everybody is. That's not how that works. You're you're in their life. That's not. It's not a bad. It's not saying. Oh, they made a bad decision. If you go there, knowing how bad that these things are, it's 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 different. It's a different fucking argument. And you know that you, I, I don't understand why you argue against it. You know, like, so, so you, you wouldn't call a and, girl and, and, you, and, and in point, 2019 I, and 2019 with all the rapes that have happened, mm-hmm. all the rapes that have happened to frat houses. If one fucking time or, or two times throughout the fucking course of history, uh, it, it happened, then it would be a different story. But in 2019, Mm-hmm. When we know that all these fucking like dudes are roofing chicks and fucking raping them, and we need to ban frat parties. If no that shit, dangerous, we need to ban frat. You don't parties. think that that you, now you sound like you sound like somebody that would defend a frat party. Um, um, you sound like somebody you're defending. That's how I'm going to end the show. I don't want to have any more conversation because you're defending frat parties. You are defending frat parties. They're that bad. They're that fucking bad. That's the they're they're just to me they're just as bad as fucking gangs. They're that bad. I've always seen them as as that bad because for since I I'm I'm 39 years old since I've been 19 I've known about these fucking frat parties being this bad with these fucking preppy uh, white kids raping these fucking girls. I've always seen them as that bad. How do you not? They're bad. I I, I don't know like how, how common. Like obviously they're common one enough. is too many, but yeah, like. They're common enough. I guarantee you, you can look up a story. Find you can find one every fucking year for the past uh, twenty years. That's bad enough. That's bad enough. Well, that's why, like, I know Swarthmore College. Uh, I believe they ba- banned fraternities at least temporarily, as they should, because there were like claims of like rape at frat parties. Because they happen all the fucking time. Because they happen all the time. I yeah. I would say to my daughter, "Don't go to a fucking frat party. You're dumb for going to one." You're dumb, you, you know, like, you don't know that it's definitely going to happen, but it's a fucking gamble, and it's a pretty bad gamble. You're not going to have that if you're going to a fucking family Christmas party. If it happens at a family Christmas party, you know, all the fucking time, I would say ban that shit, too. If there was a, if there was a, a, a big number of Christmas family Christmas party fucking rapes happening, you know, throughout the fucking country, like there are frat party rapes, then I would be against that, too. It happens a lot. Way too fucking... It, it, it's happened way too many times. Yeah, I, I I think that they should fucking ban them. But how do you ban them? Do you just ban the... the, the ban Greek life on campus. Do you yeah. think that they want to? Do you think that... Do you think that these fucking... These white motherfuckers that are running these, these things... Do you think that they are, want to ban that shit? Yeah, that's why I you'd think, be hurting the legacies. Yeah, it's starting now in like a lot of the more like Swarthmore College is a huge liberal arts college. It's right there, and it, it all depends on where it goes from here. Time will tell. You hurt the money, fucking pe- the money people get hurt. Who's doing? Who's doing all these? And 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 look, I'm not because that's that's the thing when you have a when you when you're on the left, right? 
you only focus on what the right does, but you never focus on what the left does. Or when you're on the the right, you focus on what the left does, but not what the right does. So they'll you'll see people in like different chat rooms and forums or wherever when they're talking about people on the left, it'll just be like, oh, look what they're doing. They're in a, a completely ignoring their frat boys doing shit. Or when, you know, college kids are flipping over cars and setting shit, to, you know, on fire uh, d- during sports events. But they'll focus on what black people in Baltimore are doing when they're rioting. Right. You know, yeah. or wherever, you know, it's it's always that I, I hold everybody accountable. I don't like any fucking kind of racist. Um, I know everybody's guilty of a little bit of racism. Yeah. I think everybody's got, uh, because it's been ingrained in us that we, you know, we're living separately from like white people are living separately from black people for thousands of years. Obviously it's, it's a, uh, you know, like a pack mentality thing. So I think everybody's got a little bit of, but at this point we could try to hold everybody accountable and say, no, that shit's fucking racist. If you're calling white people crackers or honkies, you're fucking racist. And that's the end of the discussion. You're they're racist. Um you know, same thing with with That's why I got to call them white motherfuckers. I'm white though. Oh. Because what well, well, we know, we know that that's what it is. Right? You're yeah. holding people accountable. Right, yeah. You know, we're holding them accountable. It's it's I call white people crackers all the time. I hate that. I hate when you do that. <laughs> no, I do. I I hate it. I hate it cuz that's say that's saying that it's okay for anybody to do it. No, I'm white. No, but that word. Oh. I don't say it. I don't really call people crackers. I mean, I may have said it. That's my racism. That's my internalized racism showing. All right. That you know what internalized racism is? Well, like it's ra- when you're when you're racist against your own Oh, okay. uh class, your own people, your okay. own Okay. Yeah. It's, it's like called, self-hating. Yeah, but it, it, I mean it's yeah. it's classified as internalized racism. Oh, okay. Never heard that before. Yeah, it's like if the if you have a a black guy who wears a Trump hat and he just keeps going on about how black people are stupid for voting for Obama, or, you know, before or this one or that one, and they're not that that's internalized racism. Okay. Yeah, they're people that uh or some other people call them Uncle Toms. All right. That, never, that that one I have heard. Yeah, Uncle Tom. Yeah. Well, like most Thanksgivings, this one got oddly political, like many many things at, at, at the dinner table. But nonetheless, that is our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. And is. we will see you next week with more murder. My white motherfuckers. And minorities. Say my dude. My dude. Oh, I get it. M&M's. Not W&W.